welcome to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. I'm Debbie Giorgiani with Jerry Usher and you. You are the key person. You're the person we're looking for. We want you to call in. This is a live, safe, friendly platform for you to share your lived experiences. We want to learn and grow together as the mystical body of Christ. Jerry, it's awesome. I love Take Two and I love the Take Two family. Well, yeah, a lot to love about the Take-Two family. As Debbie said, it is your show to take and run with again today, as you always have. And we want to talk about paying it forward today. Have you ever been blessed in some way by someone you didn't know, a stranger? Have you ever had a blessing like that? Somebody uh, pay for your groceries in the line or your your check at the restaurant or maybe just uh, come up and talk to you, give you a word of encouragement when you needed it. Have you been blessed by a stranger or... Have you been the one to bless somebody you didn't know, a stranger? Here's a number to call, 833-288-EWTN, 833-288-3986. I love how you covered both angles of that, Jerry. That's the that's definitely the take-two way. We cover all the angles so we can get a, a really robust discussion so, so we can walk away a little bit changed. So paying it forward today, that is... Uh, what we're talking about on Take Two. You don't have to be Catholic to call in. Matt Kabinsky's waiting to answer your call or Jeff Burson at social media. So whichever whichever way you want to contribute, please do so at, you can call us 833-288-3986. And I mentioned yesterday that Jerry's birthday's coming up July 1st. And so we had a lot of um, comments come in even after the show, wishing Jerry a happy birthday. That That is so kind. I feel like it's birthday week month around here because uh, Rich Jesse, who, who's producing today because Ace is away for today, um, Rich Jesse's birthday was yesterday. So, I mean, it's like a birthday week around here. It's pretty exciting. So that's happy birthday, Rich. And Jerry, yours is uh, coming up soon. Marty's is July 3rd. Like I said, he... Um, he really does think the fireworks are for him. So um, that's a problem, you know. Uh, and also, speaking of fireworks, uh, I understand that because it's so dry around the country, there's a lot of caution messages going out about um, shooting off fireworks and stuff like that. Please, folks, be careful. Um, it didn't cause this brush fire in Arizona. I don't I don't believe so. Um, but we're, right now in North Scottsdale, there's a big uh, fire happening, and they, they had to evacuate um, mm. 1,100 people and a lot of... Uh, horses. It was, it was, it's pretty, it's pretty uh, extreme. And um, I just think we need to be careful, especially when we have these very, very dry, you know, hot temperatures. You know, it seems like a lot of places you go, there are restrictions on fireworks anyway, already a lot of places Mm -hmm. just prohibiting them altogether and many other places putting limits or restrictions on them. So, but yeah, do be careful uh, coming up on the Independence Day. But but get out, find yourself a place where they're going to have fireworks. We hope that you have a time with family, maybe a picnic, a barbecue, something like that. And let's celebrate what it's all about. It is the independence of our nation. So keep let, let's keep that in mind as we go into next week. But today we're talking about paying it forward on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Whenever uh, a, a perfect stranger has done something kind for you been a a blessing and you've you've maybe maybe you exchanged first names maybe you shook hands maybe you each of you just walked away from each other after the encounter where they were a blessing to you in some way 833-288-3986 and this works the other way around as well because 
hopefully we are all always on the lookout for opportunities to be a blessing to other people that we encounter during our lives. So have you been that blessing? Have you blessed someone who's a total stranger? 833-288-3986. Why is it so painful to get an eyelash loose in your eye? Do you ever notice how painful that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I almost wanted to cry, but we can't because we've got a live show happening. <laughs> it's so painful. Wow, it's, it's amazing how, uh, you, know, it's, you know what's interesting? It's amazing how sensitive we are and our bodies are as well with the nerve endings and everything. And, I, and I'm going to tie this nicely into this pay it forward. I, I really think that, you know, we as human beings, we... we we do want to connect with all of our, all of our senses, right? We want to engage. We want to really be fully authentically human, right? As we, as we were created in the image and likeness of God. And it's so amazing. And, and having those sensitive ways about us, I think that that leads into this kind of pay it forward thing. Because why I say that is I watched some, I watched someone the other day at the grocery store, Jerry, she was very sensitive to somebody else's need. And she didn't, she didn't uh, disengage until she was able to offer her assistance with this beautiful uh, hus- um, father and husband and his three children. And she was at the grocery store and she was watching what was happening. There was a situation happening and there was a, a financial situation where he, he, he was unable to finish out his grocery bill. And she stayed with him, a stranger, the whole, I was watching it from the outside and she stayed with him the whole time. She was very sensitive to him and he was very nervous. He, you could tell there was some humiliation happening. He was embarrassed and she was so kind and she stepped in at the right uh, uh, point and he accepted her gift and the little girl, his little girl, four-year-old little girl, I'll never forget this. She, she had these big brown eyes and she looked up at this lady and she just had this beautiful, like peaceful smile, like, thanks. It was so cute. And, and you know, Jerry, I think that's interesting. Are we losing that sensitivity to each other or is it increasing? I would like to know that. What do you think about that? Well, it's hard to say. I think in some places, some to some degree, we are kind of losing that. But just as you were telling that, I just got to thinking, you know, these encounters when, when we are a blessing to someone or they are a blessing to us, uh, as adults, we, we, we get that, we appreciate that, we see the goodness and the, the goodwill of people in that. But I I'm just c- can't help but imagine that little girl, you know, she, she observed the whole thing. Like you said, she was looking up at that lady and probably what was going through her mind. You always talk about the cartoon bubble, you know. And that's something that that, that little child is going to remember for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. And uh, she is, uh, you know, God's going to use her. She, she'll recall that moment someday yeah. when she sees somebody, whether it's a grocery store or not, when she sees somebody who has a need, and she's going to step in there and fill that because of what was yeah. done for her dad. I hope we maintain that sensitivity for each other's, you know, walk in life and the struggles and the pains we go through, because that is the mystical body of Christ. Although we are in a world where, you know, sometimes it doesn't benefit people to step in and help others. You could, it could come back and boomerang back and, you know, be a problem. So we re- let's talk about it. Let's have a really great discussion, shall we? Come on, call in 833-288-3986. We'll be right back. Talking 
about paying it forward today. Has a stranger ever blessed you in some unexpected way or vice versa? We have a lot of calls, a lot of people that weigh in on this topic. In just a moment, I want to tell you, first of all, that the EWTN Religious Catalog is your online destination for gifts, holy reminders, and of course, don't forget your summer reading. You can buy Catholic, shop EWTNRC.com today, and also receive regular emails from the Religious Catalog. Just visit EWTNRC.com and click on subscribe. Okay, so if you'd like to jump in on this discussion, please do so. You don't have to be Catholic to call in. We're, we're noticing we're getting a lot of first-time callers, which means you have taken the invitation and you have called in. Thank you. You, We love that. 833-288-3986. That's the number to call. Bridget is up first. First-time caller from Florida, Sirius XM 130. Hi, Bridget. Hi, this is my first time calling, although I do listen to your show daily. I make an excuse to have to drive somewhere just so I can listen to your show. But I, I do never call in, and I was just prompted. I did a U-turn and park to do so I could comment on this one. And it's funny, as I was listening to you, you mentioned grocery stores. And my experience happened about five years ago at a grocery store. Excuse my voice. I'm getting laryngitis here. But um, I was having a particularly bad day, and I was very, very depressed, and um, I was barely hanging on that day, and I always drive around with my car with a cross that someone, a dear friend gave me, and on it it says, with God all things are possible. And that day I was having a particularly hard day. I just had to run into the grocery store real quick. I got what I needed. I got back into my car. I'm ready to pull out. Next thing I know, there's somebody knocking on my window, and I look up, and I was baffled because there's this woman standing there with three yellow roses and Mm. I like rolled down my window I don't even know where she came from I rolled down my window I said ma'am can I help you and she said I just want you to know that that's my favorite and I said what and she pointed to the cross that was hanging from my rear view mirror and I realized that it said with God all things are possible and I'm still like like really kind of shocked and she hands me the three roses, and she just smiles and walks away. I took the wow. th- I just, I kind of went numb, and tears started rolling down my cheeks because this stranger, I don't know where she came from, I just felt was sent to me as a sign that God is with me, and with God, all things are possible. I went home. And I put those flowers next to my Bible where I pray, and I prayed for her, and I prayed in God for Thanksgiving as I wept for probably a good hour. And I was just prompted to share that with you. Wow, Bridget. So glad that you did. This is a home run call on our topic today. And we, we hear stories like this a lot on this program, as you probably know, Bridget, since you said you listen quite often. I do, I do. Yeah, and, uh, you know, um, angels can manifest in these kinds of ways. I mean, God can God can show us these little blessings in any way that he wants. And what a beautiful thing. You were, you were just at a, in a place in your life on that particular day when you needed some kind of a boost, and you got it. And then the beautiful thing is you kind of paid it forward right away by going home, like you said, and praying for this woman who did this for you. So... It was a, a total win-win situation all the way around. Oh, well, yeah, it, it was. It really is a, a beautiful memory I will always, always have in my mind and my heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that? Bridget, um, 
you, since you listen on a regular basis, you, you probably have heard me say on multiple occasions that Matthew 19.26, with God all things are possible, is what you're, the scripture verse you're referencing, um, is very, very powerful. It should be everywhere, I believe, should be in everybody's home. I have it several places in my home. Um, you're spot on. And I, and I do agree with Jerry. It could have easily been a guardian angel. Um, and you know, the three yellow roses, so symbolic of the Trinity, uh, the, you know, everything uh, about it, I believe was a a gift from God to you specifically for that time where you were feeling, you know, that you, you, you felt that sense of, of, you know, being down. And then all of a sudden this, this lifted you up and has sustained you. I love it, Bridget. And I'm glad you told your story that I dropped to my knees and I just wept. And I'm looking at that cross right now as I'm driving, which is the only reason I was like, nope, I got to stop. I got to call right now. Yeah. So glad you Anyways, did. thank you. Thank you God. for what you guys do. God bless. God bless you, Bridget. And on that note, I want to thank a dear listener of ours in the Portland, Oregon area. And I think she might live in Mount Angel now, but Portland area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dolores. Dolores, uh, Dolores listens in the evening on Modern Day Radio. And she sent me a card the other day that said, with God, all things are, are possible. And I believe there was an enrollment in some, some masses as well. So Nice. And I have that uh, beautiful card on my uh, the headboard of my bed. Got a little, little nook on there. So Dolores, thank you so much for sending that. With God, mm-hmm. all things are possible. You were very, very sweet to think of me like that. Oh, that was wonderful. Okay, another first-time caller, Kim from Pennsylvania, listening on Sirius XM 130. Hi, Kim. Hi, so nice to talk to you. Um, I, too, have listened to your show. And like Bridget, I called and cried and cried after my experience. And the story is this. Um, I had been uh, going in line to a drive-up window of a coffee shop. And I was actually trying to allow another lady go ahead of me. And for some reason, and maybe she thought it was an unkind gesture rather than a kind gesture, I want her to go ahead of me. And she got really, really angry with me, and I couldn't understand. So, again, I was ahead of her, and I was going back and forth. You know, to be nice, maybe I should buy her coffee. No, she was really rude. I don't feel like it. Well, maybe you should. And this was totally the Holy Spirit, because my spirit was irritated. So I pull up to, uh, before I pull up to the window, I get my money ready, and I pull up to the window, and my last gesture was, yes, I'm going to do this kind gesture. And I go to pay for her coffee, mine, and the woman says, oh, you don't owe anything. The person ahead of you paid for your coffee. And I was just floored, and I thought, God cannot be outdone in generosity. And I just cried. I cried the whole way home. I was humbled, I was inspired, and I felt cared for. So I I just, like Bridget, I cried, and I was just so moved and appreciative. And I, too, will never forget that experience. So I just wanted to share that with all of you and your listeners. Yeah, well, we're glad that you did. And, of course, it pays to let people go in front of you sometimes, doesn't it? 
Yeah. <laughs> beautiful story, though, and, and just the way that it kind of almost started and almost unfolded in a completely different manner, Kim, and then to see the whole thing turn around like that is just absolutely beautiful. So uh, I think you had a, a great experience of human kindness and generosity there on that day, and like you said, you've never forgotten it, and you it brought some tears to your eyes. So, you know, Debbie, there is still goodness in humanity, and we're hearing about it today. I love that you said that, Jerry, and, and Kim, your story is precious because, you know, the the human kindness, exactly what Jerry what Jerry shared, people want to uh, give. They want to, they, they need to give. It's important for them because not only do, when they, when they give to others, it, it allows them to feel good also within themselves, right? Like they are doing something, um, you know, for God. They may not realize that, but they are because they're building up the body of Christ. So I just love that. I wish we, I wish we had more kindness, right now. I think sometimes people are a little hesitant just because of what's going on in the world. But when you hear stories like yours, Kim, it, it just, it really does make you, um, incur, you know, gives you that encouragement that, that life is good. Life is good. People are good and people want to be kind to each other, right? Listen to the promptings of the Holy Spirit, because like I said, my spirit was, you know, irritated and upset, but embracing that good you know, the goodness that comes from the Holy Spirit, that was the lesson for me. Mm. Mm -hmm. Love that. So Debbie always says about this show, if you're listening and you feel the prompting of the Holy Spirit, call in. Well, you you felt the prompting of the Holy Spirit even amidst some of those uh, not-so-positive emotions that you were feeling at that moment. So <laughs> beautiful yeah. story, Kim. Thank you. for Thanks for sharing. Thanks for being a first-time caller. Don't be a stranger in the future, okay? Yes. Thank you for taking my call. God bless you. God bless Beautiful. you, too. Yeah. Thanks, Kim. Beautiful. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. I love that. Okay, Zachary is up next. First-time caller in Indiana, also listening on Sirius XM 130. Hi, Zachary. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. You're a little, little faint, Hi. but we can hear you okay. Go ahead. Okay. Yes. No, um, yeah, same thing. I got prompted to call. You know, um, I usually don't call like this, so uh, I'm very excited to call. Um, yeah, my experience is, um, like we were just talking about giving, I, whenever I go out to eat with my son, um, I always kind of make it, um, like, a um, an offering for us to do, try and point out and try and find a genuine elderly person that's sitting by themselves, um, or, um, a veteran, um, that's older, and then I'll, uh, get the bill from the waitress and make sure we kind of um, pay for their um, their food because they've done a service for us and, you know, the time and generation ahead of us. So just kind of giving back to them, I think, is something that's important. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree. When I see those veterans' hats, um, Zachary, I, I feel the same way. There's something inside of me that propels me towards them. I have even rushed up to some elderly, um, gentlemen who have, who've been wearing those, those hats, those veterans hats, and, and they have like, you know, some distinguishing medals or, or achievements on them as well. And I have rushed up and I, and I, sometimes they look at me like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I just want to talk to you. I want to meet you. I want to say thank you. I, I find it so fascinating that they, they were able to, 
be so heroic and so brave and 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 yet they're so humble. I find that so extraordinary. Do you find that as well, Zachary? I do. Yeah, I definitely do. And I mean that's that's something I've tried to show my son is just being grateful to those that have served and done those things for us. And um and like I was saying, something I've observed also and I noticed when I was way younger, you know, starting to go out to eat as myself or an adult, is that how many older folks actually go out to eat by themselves? Maybe they've lost a spouse and that kind of thing. So I just kind of started taking it upon myself to making sure I'm paying it for by paying for their meal and that kind of thing. So I just kind of became a thing and showed my son, you know, if if we're being taken care of enough to pay for a meal to go out to eat, we can help somebody else out too. So. Right. Right. Well, that's a ministry, wouldn't yeah, you say, Jerry? That's a ministry. Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. Zachary. And the groups that you mentioned, the elderly and uh, many veterans, those are two uh, population groups that sometimes don't have a lot of money, a lot of discretionary income. So it's a great gift for you to budget. be able to do that mm-hmm. for them. And for my part, I do that with priests. If I ever see a priest oh, or yeah, if I'm do. out with a priest, the priest never pays. And pardon that uh, little motorcycle going by out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do, Jerry. Jerry always does that. He's always caring for the priests. Um, that's that too. But that's true because so many are on a, a fixed budget or they have to, they're, they're, and they want to go out. They want to socialize. They want to be out in public. You know, they don't want to just stay at home. So, Zachary, what you're doing is a beautiful ministry. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much. Yes, take care. All right. Okay. God bless. Take care. Phone line is open today. We are talking about paying it forward. Has someone, a stranger, been a blessing to you in your life or? Have you blessed someone that you were not uh, personally familiar with, but you just felt like the maybe the Holy Spirit led you to do them a good deed at some point, somebody you didn't know? 833-288-3986. And Where we'll go like to, to another first-time caller. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ariana in Neptune, New Jersey, listening to us on Sirius XM 130. Ariana, welcome. Hi. Hello. Okay, so I... Um, extreme, I'm extremely grateful for this lady named Mary who passed away. So if we could all pray for her, that would be awesome. But my spiritual director had came to tell me that she has paid it forward for someone to go on pilgrimage. And I was like, okay, well, if you find someone that needs it more than I do, well, then give it to him. Because initially we first thought it was only $500 yeah, given. Um, a couple of weeks later, my priest had come up to me again and said, come to find out the amount that she gave was $5,000. So um, she has paid for me to go on pilgrimage to Jerusalem in November, which I'm very grateful for. Wow. Hmm. Okay, that's amazing. Did she want to remain anonymous or do you get to meet her? Oh, she she passed away um, a couple months ago. Hmm. Oh, Oh, do you do you know her first name so I could put her in the book? We will pray for her. Yes. What a beautiful, gracious lady. Mary. Mary. Okay. I'll put Mary in the book. God knows who she is. Wow. So she made it possible for you to go to the Holy Land. That's pretty incredible. Yes, because I'm, I'm just a simple dishwasher at a grocery store, and I had just come back from a pilgrimage to Rome, and I was like, God, I don't know how I'm going to be able to pay for this trip. Um, if you want me to go on it, then it's your will. If not, then I won't go. And then my priest gave me this news. So I was like, wow, <laughs> that's, that's well, amazing. I, yeah. yeah. And I, I would just add, Ariana, you know, this, I'm not, I'm not telling you something you don't know, but you said, I'm just a simple dishwasher, but you know what? 
you have just as important ro a role to play in the day-to-day uh, -day operations of that store as the manager does and the owners and stockholders and, and the patrons customers and the, yeah everybody mm -hmm. you know uh, our, our lord teaches us especially saint jose maria escriva who founded opus day he says you know in the everyday you know dealings of our lives you know even the smallest things that we do but what you do so what you do is a, a great great contribution to the the store that you work for so all you have to do, and I know you do this, do, do, do this too, Ariana, but just do everything you do, every dish that you wash mm -hmm. or dry or everything that you do, do it with love and offer it to God, and you're going to soar to great heights in holiness, and you're going to save a lot of souls doing that. And that's Absolutely. absolute truth. So thank you, Ariana. We appreciate it. Thank you, Ariana. Enjoy that pilgrimage. It's life-changing. And Jerry, words are very powerful. You know, as simple you can exchange to essential. It's essential work mm -hmm. that she's doing. So. Thank you so much, Ariana. We'll be right back on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Well, you're with Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you, and it's where we talk about, well, you name it. We talk about whatever happens in life, the good, the bad, the ugly. Today we're talking about something very, very good, very blessed, very holy, and that is paying it forward, doing a, a kind deed for someone who you don't even know, a perfect stranger, or if somebody has done that for you, 833-288-3986 is the number. Let's go right back to your calls. Michelle has been waiting patiently in Franklin, Massachusetts, listening on the Station of the Cross. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Jerry and Debbie. So Hello. nice to be back with you. Mm -hmm. um, as I told the call screener, I'm a teacher, so when I'm home in the summer is when I get to listen most, and uh, I just love your show. It Thank always sparks so me to call in or think. If I'm not calling in, I'm thinking about something. So it's a mm -hmm. wonderful uh, show. I really appreciate oh, praise it. Praise God. So my story uh, is one of many. My mother is is just a saint in my eyes. Uh, she has very humble beginnings. She and my dad were immigrants from Ireland, came over in 1950. She was 19 at the time. Um, I'm the youngest of 10, and uh, she just always, they were always on their knees morning, noon, and night, and always looking to help people, and we didn't have a lot. We grew up in Boston, and uh, we lived in a triple-decker, and a new family came to town and moved across the street. They were from Puerto Rico, couldn't speak English at all. The kids went to Catholic school with me, so we'd walk up the street together, and they I never knew what they were saying. They didn't know what I was saying. But uh, the first Thanksgiving, my mother decided I'm going to make a turkey for the Perez family just because they've never, you know, they never had a Thanksgiving dinner. So we went over, and my mother had a thick Irish brogue, and she's, you know, talking to the poor woman who knew nothing <laughs> of what she was saying. So I was kind of in the middle, not really knowing much Spanish, but kind of coordinating the effort, and all of us together made this beautiful meal, and we sat and ate, and uh, th that family, years later, the kids, one of the boys' name was Guillermo, came to my mother's house, I think probably 50 years later. She was still there, rang the doorbell, and talked about how her kindness just meant so much to them their whole lives you know they they never forgot about how kind and that was just one of many things she would do for them and uh in addition to that um i was thinking one midnight mass we were at midnight mass and this 
drunk man came in. He was obviously a, like a street person, sat in the front pew. We were right behind him. And I remember my mother, after Mass, he, he was having a hard time. She had my brothers pretty much carry him to wherever he was living. But before that, she took him home. We um, gave him a cup of tea, gave him a sandwich, and she just was always looking to help people. No matter, you know, like these things just kind of fell in her lap or she would just see a need and fill it. Even if she didn't have the money to do something, she would give time or her ear or listen. Um, and she's just, and in, in that example, it kind of comes down to me now and me doing that with my kids. And I told the call screener one other funny story. I had gotten my first car that I saved up money for. None of us had ever had cars because we lived in the city and couldn't afford it, but it was a Saturday afternoon, and uh, I was picking Mom up at the grocery store because she used to take a taxi home with all the the food. So I'm picking her up, and there she's got like five other Irish ladies lined up for me to taxi them home <laughs> on a Saturday afternoon because she said, oh, my daughter will take it, no problem. So I'll be honest, I was a young, you know, late teen. I'm like, I had plans to go meet my friend at the mall, but I just spent like an hour taking all these ladies home with their groceries. And I did it because my mother told them that I would. But, and in retrospect, I, you know, seeing how grateful they were and, you know, it didn't bother me. I mean, what was it, an extra hour out of my day? And it just showed me how little things you can do for people mean so much. Mm. So, (laughs) where, you know, my mother always says we're the hands and feet of Christ. And uh, if we can't give money, we can give time or service or whatever gifts we have so i try to live by that and um yeah so that's my story or a few wow. stories <laughs> michelle those are absolutely amazing and sounds like we want to get your mom's first name if you if you care to give it to us for a sure. prayer book. her name is eileen she would eileen. love the prayers she's 91 now oh thank bless God. her heart yeah is your father still living he passed um oh gosh from cancer hmm. 23 years ago Oh, okay. And and you know he he was a saint in his own right too. He he was a bad alcoholic, God rest oh. his soul. So my mother had to deal with that. It was and it was it was bad at times. But he we've had so many blessings. We always were saying the rosary as a family, regardless of my dad's habits. And um, he got cancer and was able to reconcile with my older siblings. And uh, we just. You know, it wasn't easy, but he I saw him on his knees at night. And in retrospect, as an adult, I'm sure he was praying for forgiveness, and he never left my mom. My mom never left him, and even though some people were encouraging her to. Sure. And uh, she was holding his hand when he passed away oh. with all of us around him. So. Oh. See, God God writes these beautiful scripts, Michelle, and mm-hmm. uh, so glad that you added that on to what you said. So we've got your 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 folks in our our prayer book. Did we did did we get the dad's name? His name was Frank. Frank. Okay, Frank and Eileen. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, the so whole much. Take Two family would be praying for them, Michelle. But just oh, getting back to your you. mom. I mean, there's so much you said that we can comment on. But the thing, the nugget in all of this for me is, you know, you mentioned the humble beginnings that both of your parents had. They were immigrants, didn't have very much. They were so very generous with God in uh, in in raising ten kids. And this kind of awareness that your mother had of the needs of other people, um, you know, it doesn't it doesn't come to everybody, and, and and it doesn't come. We're not born with it, you know. I think it's. No. 
I think it's the fruit of, you know, the, the beautiful love and sacrifices that people just show on a day-to-day basis that then when they see these opportunities to help somebody else out, they don't think about it. It's just like, nope, it's you know, just I, just, I just, just have to do, do this, you know, something mm-hmm. I yep. need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I just wanted to say, Michelle, my mom passed away. It's going on two years. Um, I, I, I loved my mom so very, very much. And, and as you were describing your mom, Eileen, I, I could hear so many of the similar traits of this idea of going out there and really helping others, even though you have a big family of your own. And please, when you see your mom or talk to your mom, please tell her we love her so very, very oh, much. And, and what you. a beautiful soul she is. She really is. Thank you so much. Now I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah, no, right. that's it's very important because, and that's why I get so I get so frustrated at the way the world is treating um, the elderly and the seniors. It's not fair. We need to honor no. these amazing individuals who have lived extraordinary lives, raised gigantic families, and gone out there and changed the world. And that's your mom, Eileen, is yep. amazing. So she is absolutely. Yeah, you're she blessed, is. Thank Michelle. Thank you so much. Thank you, I Michelle. Am. God bless. God bless you both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we got a lot more calls to get to here. We're talking about paying it forward. Has a perfect stranger blessed you in some way, or have you been a blessing to a perfect stranger? 833-288-3986. Going to go up to Boston. Daniel listening on the Station of the Cross today. Hello, Daniel. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Thank you. Without my experience of blessing someone else, goes back almost 30 years at a Boston train station. Um, I encountered this homeless man. For some reason, I was there was something about him that prompted me to be more generous than I normally would be. A uh, little bit of background about me. At the time, I was just barely treading water financially after a horrible divorce. I was living on sardines and rice and practically just about nothing else. Um, but you wouldn't know that to look at me. I was dressed in my office clothes, those shirt, tie, French cuffs, the whole bit. And um, this man was so apologetic. And I, without thinking, I said to him, oh, don't worry about that. I, I almost been homeless myself, which, um, you know, would be understandable given what I had, everything I had just gone through. And it was like a lightning bolt passed between us at that time. Um, I think of him all the time. I uh, pray for him. I wonder whatever happened to him. I, in some ways, I feel a little guilty that I give him false hope. In other ways, I wonder if what I said kind of, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. enabled him to turn his life around. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so... You know, here we are almost 30 years later, and I, I, I still remember that incident. Sure, sure. Daniel, please, um, that lightning bolt encounter is a soul-to-soul Holy Spirit encounter that was meant to be. It was it was beautiful. It was of God. Um, the fact that you recall it, that you remember him, that's that's very special. And I do I personally believe, Daniel, when you are finished with your time here on earth, you're gonna get to meet that man again if, if he's if if he's um on the other side as well. I just believe it. Those Holy Spirit soul to soul encounters, they are truly, I believe, planned and 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 um uh, s- s- 
set up by God for us to enter in and to make that connection. You made that with that connection with that man. And uh, that's forever had an impact, I'm sure, on him and you it has. Um, but that there's a reason for that. You won't know the reason until you get to the other side. But believe me, there's a reason. All right. Thank you, and have a good day. Bye-bye. Yeah. You too, Daniel. God bless. Don't you agree with that, that God sets those situations up, and then we enter in, and it becomes—we don't know the answer to it. We don't know right. the result of it or the outcome. Yeah. No, I think that's beautiful, and I think that's very important. Um, you know, because everyone we've heard from today on the show and all the people who do, you know, do pay it forward, don't do it for, um, you know, a tangible blessing. You know, we right. don't do it because right. we, we hope or expect to see something in return. Often we do. That's the way God works. Mm-hmm. But if we just go into it with a selfless uh, attitude, I think we're good. Yeah. Um, I have I'm, I'm going to read an email from Timoteo, if you don't please. mind. Please. Uh, Timoteo, one of our very faithful listeners and viewers often on YouTube, he says, first, I'm grateful for all the work that goes into the show. And I like this, Debbie. He says, I give thanks to the entire team. And it does Mm -hmm. take a team, Ace, Mm -hmm. Jeff, Matt, Rich today, and all the people at EWTN. Timoteo says, I had two opportunities to pay it forward during my Arizona State University experience. One was just outside of a store next to the north part of campus where a young man asked for a few dollars and I shared the change with him from a purchase I had just made. The second opportunity that occurred when a gentleman I met previously waiting for the university bus. I met him again outside the dorm where I lived. He was discouraged because the meal he had stored at work was stolen. It was the same weekend that I spent Thanksgiving with my half-sister and I brought home leftovers. I gave all the leftovers to him. I never knew the names of either gentleman, nor will I ever see them again. Yet Hebrews 13, 1 and 2 comes to mind, and that is where it talks about entertaining angels unaware. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, you won't see him again on this side of the veil, but on the other side, you definitely, everything's going to make sense. The whole big picture um, comes into view. It's pretty incredible. I just love, and you know, I know that scripture, we just heard it recently. Scripture says, you know, when, when you do good things, right, you do, you should do them in private because it's for the heavenly father and the heavenly father season. You want your reward in heaven, not just here. So if you do it, if you do it outwardly here to let everybody know, then you're, you've already got your payment back. I understand that for, for, for us to conduct our lives like that, but for the purposes of this discussion and to, to, to get focused to really understand what it means to really be Christ in the world, we have to tell our stories because that's how we learn and grow. And that's why we're doing it today. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to uh, Kathy in Roswell, Georgia, listening on The Quest. Hello, Kathy. Thanks for taking the time to call in. You're welcome. I love the show. Um, it's my privilege to share a few life-affirming pay-it-forward stories. So, Um, I'm the Respect Life Coordinator and also the Walking with Moms in Need Coordinator at St. Bridget Catholic Church in Johns Creek. And we have a group of us and other parishes as well that come to the abortion clinic there, and we offer hope and help outside. And so um, one of the stories, I have a a woman pulled in in a very beat-up car, and um, she had a little girl on her lap. And they were kind. They rolled down the window, and I said, hey, you know, we're here to help you. Tell me what's going on, these type things. And she said, well, look, i got baby number seven in here, and there's no way I'm having this baby. And I said, oh, my gosh, congratulations. I'm baby number seven. Like, it's going to be wonderful. Like, I, I'm the best of all my, my siblings. I help my mom and dad so much. So we had this laugh. I said, number seven is lucky number seven. So anyway, long story, she goes in, and we end up, the little girl 
uh, about nine months old, they had no car seat. So I'm like, oh, we're going down to the store and get a car seat. She's not driving home from here without that baby in a car seat. So we get the person to come down. And we're like, we just bought you a car seat. Can we put this, you know, put this in your car? So we, we get him a car seat. And so in the meantime, this person with him is sending him in like, these people are they're really damn for real. Like, I mean, she's showing me pictures of these baby showers they do. Like, I think you should let them help, you know, whatever. So praise God, she chose life. She had a little boy. We had a wonderful shower, and we became dear friends. Fast forward, um, she contacts me one day, and she said, look, my cousin's daughter is pregnant. She's in high school. They have an abortion appointment tomorrow. They promised me that they would at least listen to what you had to say if you call them. You know, will you call her? Absolutely, I call her. So we were able to call and talk to um, her sister and the teenage uh, pregnant young girl. And, and by the grace of God, they chose life. And so it was so great because literally when she called me, she said, Kathy, I want to pay it forward for what you did for me and see if we can help them. And so here this sweet girl who saved her baby number seven was at her cousin's daughter's baby shower. And that was beautiful. Um, we also have a guy who did the same. Um, it was so cute. I had this couple they had come to abort their baby because they were having marital trouble. And I said, look, this is not going to solve your marital trouble. It's going to make things worse. And they're like, well, we don't even know if we're going to stay together. And I said, look, we'll pay for counseling. Like, we'll help you with these things. And, well, this doesn't have to be a story. So long story. They chose life. And um, so he calls me one day, and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, she's not even due yet. I hope everything's okay. And so I answer the phone, and, and I'm like, are you, are you okay? Is she okay? And he's like, oh, yeah. Uh, I did not got to tell you something. And he's like whispering and he's like, look, I'm at work. And this lady, I came into the break room and she was crying and I'm like, what's going on? And, you know, she tells him she has this abortion appointment and she's like, I said, look, you've got to talk to this lady, like this ministry. They're so kind, like, just, will you see her? And so she said, well, she agreed to talk to you after work. So her abortion appointment was the next day. So we drove to Podunk Junction after she got off work. We met with her and poured hope and help into her and she chose life. And then that little married couple, well, they were at her baby shower, which was totally great. Um, and then another couple was a Hispanic couple. And most people may not know this, but a very big obstacle to choosing life for Hispanics is many of them are undocumented, which means they cannot get Medicaid. They can get no uh, OB care because it's too expensive. So we pay their OB care. We pitch in for that. And so, you know, I'm telling these people, we'll pitch in, and they also won't have income. You know, most of these people don't have income when they're recovering from their childbirth. So we also pitch in and pay their rent for those two months to make sure nobody goes homeless because they chose life. And so um, this couple, we explain what we're going to do, and they end up not doing it. They're so excited because we were able to provide what they needed to welcome the baby. Had a big shower. It was wonderful. Um, and then, I don't know, maybe a year or so later, he contacted me and said, um, his sister was pregnant and was in the same situation and really needed help because she didn't know what she was going to do. And so we're helping her now. She's still pregnant and she's due in the fall and she'll get a big baby shower. I think we have it scheduled in August. But um, so paying it forward, you know, he's like, will you help, you know, her and pay it forward? And, you know, just providing the tangible things we've been able to find, like a car donation program. So like that first woman that I told you about that came in with no car seat and that car was so beat up. And I'm like, and, and first of all, she has seven kids. It was a sedan. Like, how are you fitting seven kids in there? You're breaking the law if you put all your kids in there. So I'm like, okay, we need a van. Who's got a van for this lady to welcome this baby? And so we were able to get her a car that would hold her family. And so, um, you know, this is the body of Christ. It's what we do. You know, we, we see a need, we feel a need. And many of us are very blessed. And so, um, you know, our, our, you know, things that we might be getting a, a different car and, 
you know, you might get a little bit for that car, but if you gave it to some family, it's huge. It's way better than just, you know, getting a small amount on a thing. So it's just beautiful to see people come around and just, and literally people paying it forward because they don't have that regret of that lost life. Yeah, Kathy, Looking at their family picture and knowing somebody's missing, you know, that one post-abortion woman told me that. She said, I look at my family picture, and I just know someone else should be there. And I don't want anybody else to have to know that feeling. And so, um, you know, that's the, the, the no regret and, and wanting to help others pass it on is, is beautiful to see these people helping. It is, you know, and you talk about paying it forward. Just think about these uh, these uh, babies that are saved through uh, your efforts, not just you personally alone, but I know you have a lot of other pro-life people who do this with you. But, you know, the, the every blessing that we do for somebody, a stranger, or someone does for us, is a, a beautiful gift that we can give to God. But there could be no more beautiful gift than really saving lives that otherwise would be uh, taken away through an abortion. There's such a selflessness uh, Debbie of the pro-life people, and there's always help available. And I loved uh, how, how Kathy started with kind of a very friendly, almost a humorous approach with that first lady. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you're number, you're, you're number seven. seven. I was number mm-hmm. seven. You know, and that immediately, I think that can establish a, you know, some kind of a an open door, if you will, mm-hmm. a little bit of a rapport for them to go on and talk about the the heavier parts of the issue that they're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're doing your ministry work with, and I'm sure your other team members are the same way, Kathy, because um, you, you surround yourself with probably like-minded people. Um, you're doing it with great joy. You can hear it in your voice. You, you've got that that beautiful, bubbly personality, and that's wonderful, because when people are going through a, a difficult a time, and there's a lot of fear, and they're not sure what the outcome's going to be, what the future is going to hold, you know, they need that friendly, supportive voice and you you got those affirmations from people saying that they're very kind they're very nice you know that is you know you're in the right ministry way to go blessings to you please tell your whole entire team way to go keep going prayers are for you as you were talking i put your whole group in the book uh kathy so god bless you keep us posted on how you're doing yeah absolutely wow uh, Wednesdays on Open Line is when Father Mitch Pacwa takes your questions and inspires your faith. That's today at 2 p.m. Eastern Time right here on EWTN Radio. And there was a, a couple of social media comments that I, I wanted to get to here, Deb. Sure. One of them is, is kind of cute. Um, Chris Z is watching on Facebook and, and posted this. He says, I was blessed. I was blessed after blessing a stranger. He says, I was the, at a fast food drive through and paid for the unknown person in the vehicle behind me. That other person was a state trooper who in turn pulled me over to personally thank me and give wow. me a law enforcement supporter membership. <laughs> wow. So he uh, anonymously bought the state trooper his lunch, apparently, and the trooper actually just pulled him over to say thanks. Did you get one of those badges that you get? Like, is that like an honorary? I mean, can you imagine me and Chris go, I, I, what did I do? I do did, did I, I do something do? wrong? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow, that was so cool. Any other social media? Can you check? So my screen's not working. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, guy mm-hmm. Dave says, my wife helped a stranger at the supermarket pay for her groceries. Her credit card was rejected. It took two tries before she agreed to let my wife pay and only on the condition that she pays her back. We did get a check from her a week or two later. Michael M says, I once forgot my EBT card after all my groceries were charged. When I got back from getting it, I found the lady behind me had paid for them. I was stunned. And Lisa Marie says, peace, take two family. My favorite saying by William Butler Yates, 
There are no strangers here, only friends you haven't met yet. Mm, I love that. Andrea is up next in Florida on the iCatholic Radio mobile app. Hi, Andrea. Thank you for waiting and welcome. Thank you. Hello. Um, So I wanted to share just an experience that I had uh, at work recently with a colleague. And, you know, a little bit of context as I continue in my life, I try to think what, you know, what should I do as a Catholic? not just what should I do as a person. So I try to share things and, and just do what is expected of me as, as a, a child of God and a Catholic. So um, with this particular colleague and my colleagues, I share about, you know, my Catholic faith. And, uh, you know, recently I became, last year I became a religious education teacher for the first time and nice. just share these types of things. Sure. And this particular person who I share with, um, he, you know, has, he has kids and he grew up in a Christian faith, but kind of has not been as involved in his faith. So, you know, share. And like a week or two ago, out of the blue, we, we were just doing a Teams chat and he says, I'm, I'm thinking of you in your presence. It makes the difference. Maybe it's God's grace on you I'm seeing, bringing a sense of calmness and peace. And I just started bawling after that because it's nothing that I expected, um, and I don't share to receive any feedback necessarily, you know what I mean? But um, that that came out of the blue, and he's a super nice guy, and I pray for him and his family that they come to the church, you know? So Mm. you never know how you're going to land, especially, you know, even at work. Mm. No doubt. No doubt. Andrea, thank you so much. We're just coming up against the uh, the clock here on the program, and thank you for sharing that beautiful story with us. And all of you who have called in today, social media, we've gotten some emails. Um, this is the only part of the show we don't like, and that yeah. is when we get we that 60-second music, which we're going to in just a few seconds. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Andrea and uh, Camille from Verona, New Jersey. We wish we could have gotten to you. I used to hang out in Verona all the time when I was in high school. I love your city. It's amazing. Uh, please call us again or email us. Linda in Cleveland, Ohio. Tom in Rochester. Always uh, take the opportunity to email us at take2 at EWTN.com. Tell us your stories. We will do Pay It Forward again, we promise you. Uh, So thank you again, Tom, Linda, and Camille for holding on. But Jerry's right. You're going to hear the music. Also, you can like us on Facebook. Don't forget Jerry and Debbie Facebook page. Ace McKay does a great job um, giving you little snippets of the shows so that you don't miss anything. Don't forget to um, visit us at StandTallToday.com. We have another webinar coming up in July with Adam Bly talking about the occult you got to be careful what your kids are having their slumber parties and what they're doing because things are happening and they're portals to the demons so that's another webinar coming up in july yeah and coming up tomorrow we are going to be talking about an addiction that you have overcome or maybe are still in a battle with we're going to talk about addiction tomorrow here on take two with jerry and debbie thanks to rich jesse for stepping in today for ace Matt Gabinski on the phones, Jeff Burst and social media. Thank you, affiliates, for carrying the program. Until tomorrow, have a beautiful and blessed day. St. Joseph, pray for us.